Hi, I'm Siobhan Hunt and this is Kindling Conversation, a Kindling Kids radio podcast. Just a quick note before we get into the next episode. If you haven't already, I'd love you to rate and review Kindling Conversation wherever you get your podcasts or if you enjoy the episode, share it with your friends. All right, thank you and on with the show. There's nothing quite as exciting as watching your baby move through their developmental milestones. Let's say that's their first smile, their first laugh, when they roll or sit up. There is so much that happens in that first year that it's just incredible. You think they're small changes, but really they're huge. And it can be so exciting when they start to crawl and then you spend all your time chasing after them, stopping them, putting things in their mouth, etc., etc. Debbie Evans is a senior pediatric physiotherapist at Therapies for Kids and she's here to talk to us about when your baby starts to really move. Hi, Debbie. How are you? I'm good, thanks. First things first, um, what I'm curious about is not all babies crawl, do they? Most babies should crawl, but... Certainly, um, when I trained many moons ago, as my children said when the dinosaurs were walking. <laughs> Thanks, uh, kids. <laughs> I would say 95 to 99% of babies crawled. Nowadays, we're probably seeing more, and I think you're probably talking about what we would call bum shufflers or scooters on bottoms. Babies still have to move to get something. Um, they Not very many babies, but I am seeing, and I'd never seen before, babies that sit and then walk when they're placed in walking. But, you know, there's myths about whether if your baby doesn't crawl, whether they're going to develop the, the right dissociation and then it'll affect their reading. And look, I don't subscribe to that, but I do think that it is a developmental sequence that allows a baby to use their hands a lot more than moving on their bottom for weight-bearing. They use their hands if they move on their bottom for carrying objects, for playing. But then that may slow them down wanting to walk because if you can move around and hold something, why would you walk except that you want to get things that are out of reach? And, you know, you really want babies to want everything out of reach. I know no mother wants to that. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. But we want children upright. So Do yes, we know why babies don't? perhaps crawl, why they might bum shuffle or bum scoot instead of crawl? In days gone by, we would say it might run in families. And so you'd ask and dad didn't crawl and moved on his bottom. Nowadays, we're saying that most of it is attributable to lack of tummy time. Okay. And I will refer people back to a previous interview we've done with Debbie, which you can search for on our website, where Debbie talked about the value of tummy time, when you can introduce it and how you can do it. Um, but let's just take it as a given that tummy time's important. When it comes to crawling, I've heard another reason why crawling is important is because of that development that you spoke about that starts while you're doing tummy time in the back and the spine. Is it true that crawling takes that another important step forward? Oh, definitely. Crawling allows you to learn to weight bear on your hands. It allows you to move, moving your head from side to side, up and down, right? whereas if you move on your bottom, your head is just stuck. You you learn rotation. You learn to lift one hand and lift one leg. Remember your yoga exercises where you do your diagonals. That's actually what crawling is. So you're learning to turn your core on and your side muscles in your core. You're learning to shift your weight from the all fours back into sitting. Um, you're getting 
the movement between your hip and your knee. So you're learning to have a hip bent and a knee straight and you'll push off on your foot. All, then you'll go from all fours up into downward dog. Um, and then that downward dog position is allowing you to get strength and lengthening of your hamstrings, which you need um, to walk. So all of that allows the development of upright mobility. Whereas if you scoot on your bottom, you can have legs that don't strengthen. You don't lengthen the muscles around your hips and knees and you're not learning to move your pelvis through a variety of positions. You've got it in one position. You might sit back on your bottom a little bit or come forward, but often um, bum shufflers don't rotate. They don't move from their bottom to the side and to all fours. They are just in um, one position so they also don't develop their core and if you look at a lot of bum shufflers they have fat little bellies because they're a little bit floppier their shoulders are sag their weights back on their bottom so low tone children can also be your reason for um, children that don't like their tummy and move in and out and the other is your big child with the big head and they were the things that we'd used to see but now it's much across the board. I call it the epidemic and a mum comes in and says, little Johnny's not crawling and I go, oh, join the crowd. Here's the <laughs> things we do. Don't get... It's 90% of the time it's nothing to be worried about. So you can teach a child to you crawl can teach even a child though it's to crawl. bum shuffling. But if they turn up and bum shuffling at 15 months, my chances of turning teaching them to crawl are a lot harder and I wouldn't bother at that stage. I would teach them to have hands, they need to learn to fall forward. They they have to go somehow from their bum to standing. So they have to be able to go into all fours to pull to kneeling, to pull from kneeling to standing. So if they came at 15 months, 18 months, 20 months and not crawling, then we'll move through and not necessarily push the crawling, but we'll push the climbing, we'll push the coming onto knees, we'll push the moving in and out of all fours because you have to be able to get off the floor if you fall from standing. Um, and if you can't get back to sitting when you've fallen, then you're stuck. And then most children will learn to crawl once they've got up and moving. But if they come early, if they come at nine months and they're just staying to bottom hitch, or shuffle on their bottom, then we'll work on doing crawling as well because it's, again, those transitions from sit to all fours to kneeling to standing. Is there an age range when children typically start to crawl? Crawling varies between, should vary between six to nine months. The average is eight. Um, and with that eight months, crawling is that moving in and out of sitting not wanting to sit very much climbing on and off low cushions on the floor if you've got stairs they're starting to go up on stairs they're coming into bear stand so crawling comes with a huge range of other movement skills because if you think of a baby from zero to 12 months they're learning to run a marathon they're going from no anti-gravity movement to being independent mobilizers it's one of the biggest changes in a in a human being's life ever and you're learning to use the most muscles you'll ever learn to use um and so you know it 
stands to reason that some bits will get missed out or they'll be done at different times. And as long as your baby is doing the other things like starting to feed themselves with a biscuit and holding their bottle and throwing things out of their high chair and making early vocalizations and banging toys together and showing a great interest in the world, if they get a little bit stuck in sitting for a short time or stuck on their bottom then it doesn't matter. It's whether these things go on for longer periods of time. And sometimes just a check-in, like you might check in with your mechanic or check in with your personal trainer, check in with your GP, check in with a paediatric physio. And sometimes one or two little short ideas will mean a difference between somebody, a child getting stuck and a child moving on. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Debbie Evans, who's a senior paediatric physiotherapist at Therapies for Kids, and we're talking about crawling. And Debbie's been uh, talking about how some babies are moving straight into uh, bum shuffling. I keep saying that, but I know there's a nicer way of saying <laughs> saying I can't it. Think of it. <laughs> so scooting along on their bottom bottom is one way that children do it. But uh, Debbie's talking about the benefits of crawling. And uh, the essential part is doing lots of tummy time with them early on, and that is all included in an earlier episode that you can find on Kindling that we've done with Debbie. We've been talking today about what to do once your child is bum shuffling or um, crawling. I guess my question is, so you've mentioned that there are ways of correcting bum shuffling so they manage to crawl before they walk, if you catch it early enough. Um, Is there a way, should we be encouraging our children to crawl and from memory the only way I knew of trying to get my children to crawl was actually to crawl in front of them and show them how it was done which is a bit strange I don't know I mean, what are the tips that you've got there? Once, once you get a child to play in all fours and they'll usually learn to crawl with a ball moving in front of them you push a toy the big thing is to get them to like all fours so from an early age pop them over your leg in an all fours position when you're putting them down on the floor and you want to put them in sitting put them in all fours and then help them to move back to sitting it might not look pretty but it's still an experience of moving playing some falling games onto you from sitting but the big thing is to get them to have arms little wheelbarrow games over your legs where they've got their you know bottom and tummy on your leg but their arms down on the floor and there's cars brimming away and there's a ball being pushed and somebody in front of them on the floor absolutely you're right the crawling or being in all fours but most children once they get comfortable in all fours and moving in and out of it will then move on to the crawling so it's all about play in in lots of ways in all fours and you know lots of games where they can be in all fours on your tummy and they can kneel on your tummy and um there's lots of sort of ideas of that around but the main thing is making them comfortable and then having something that moves out of their range that they want to get which can be mum or a toy yeah i was going to say in my experience um, my children and the kids around us were so curious and so excited to be moving that they didn't really need that much encouragement. Is that the general rule? Absolutely. Children are programmed to crawl. They're programmed to move from six to sort of nine months. They're 
you know, whether they roll, whether they creep. Creeping means they keep their tummy on the floor. And we're seeing a bit more of that because babies aren't perhaps on the floor as much. And the thing to do is be comfortable that babies can go on your lino, they can go on your wooden floors, they can go on your carpet, they can go on the grass, they can grow on a mat outside. One of the things I hear from mothers is, oh, well, I didn't want to put them down the floor as cold. And put them in warm clothes, not too tight that they can't move. You know, put the heater on for half an hour before you put them on the floor. Make sure that it's not a heater on the floor so that they're comfortable. Go out so that there's grass and there's um, lots of different sensations. I've started saying, pick up your takeaway coffee and go to the park and put your mat down. It doesn't matter if it's cold. Children in Europe are raised in the snow and they go outside all bundled up. It's just lots of experience because babies want to move. They have, and babies that are stuck will often be babies that are asking you to pick them up all the time because you become their means of mobility. Debbie, it's so fascinating. Thank you so much for speaking with us. Oh, thank you for having me yet again. That's Debbie Evans. She's a senior paediatric physiotherapist at Therapies for Kids. 